0: Welcome to the BYOBA podcast, where we'll dive into weekly episodes together to help you transform into your own biggest asset. This is a space where no topic is off limits because everything you need to reach your goals is already within you. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode and another weekly investment into yourself, into becoming your own biggest asset. So this week, we're going to be talking about confidence and self-belief. These are two things that are going to be critical when it comes to achieving your version of success, whether that's success in relationships, friendships, your personal growth, your career, or a business that you're starting. These two things are very, very important to work on. The reason that belief and self-confidence is so critical is because if you aren't confident in what you bring to the table, in your skills, in your abilities, and what you have to contribute to something, why would anyone else? If you went on a date and you weren't confident in who you are as a person and what you have to offer as an individual and a partner, then why would the person sitting across from you be confident that you'd be a good partner either? I hope that puts in a perspective for you why it's so critical. And then the second part is about the self belief. Like, if you don't believe in yourself, why would anyone else believe in you? You know, like, especially in the perspective of business, if you don't believe in what you have to offer, whether that's your product or your service or you as a person, and I think a lot of people get caught up in they're confident and they believe in their product and their service but they don't believe in themselves that's why they're not seeing the success you have to believe not only in your product and your service but you have to believe in yourself as well the reason this is so critical in business is because if you don't believe in yourself and what you have to offer in regards to your product or service and why you are different than somebody else doing the same thing if you don't believe in yourself why would anyone else believe in you enough to give you their money right especially like in terms of business a monetary exchange for a product or a service that you're giving and they have to believe in you enough and believe that you believe in yourself enough to give you their hard-earned money right and i think at the end of the day they don't need to believe in what you do they don't need to believe in your service and they don't need to believe in your product they need to believe that you believe in your product or your service and what you have to offer they have to believe that you believe in your product or service not that they do themselves and that quote is from i believe ed my starts with you actually believing in yourself and so today we're going to really dive into how to grow your confidence and then also how to increase your self-belief in regards to self-belief there's this thing called imposter syndrome and limiting beliefs and this is usually what ruins and destroys people's self-belief so a limiting belief would be a belief or story that you tell yourself that isn't true but that holds you back from taking action for example, a limiting belief might be like, "I'm um, who am I to deserve to have a partner who loves me and who cares about me? Or who am I to, you know, I'm so young, who am I to be running a successful business? I'm too young for that. No, you're not, but because you perceive it that way you're going to self-sabotage yourself and so often I see people self-sabotaging whether it's with their financials, in their personal life, with their friends, relationships, business, careers, fitness, even their health. Like they tell themselves this story and this false narrative and it literally tricks you into either not taking action or taking negative actions that take away from what you actually are working towards. In relationships, you know, there's a lot of people who don't believe that they deserve a successful, good, healthy, strong, loving relationship and they begin to self-sabotage. Maybe they cheat on their partner. Maybe they just say, I don't feel the same way anymore, but they do. And then months later, they're like, why did I do that? And you can't even understand why you did those things and it's because you're self-sabotaging them because you don't think you deserve them and you're telling yourself this false narrative and this limiting belief and it's forcing you to start taking action which is actually moving you away from what you want and again I'm not excusing any of those things I mentioned (laughs) cheating on your partner is not okay and there's no excuse for it Um, but that's an example that really puts into perspective and Maybe you can relate to that where you have this big goal and you really want something deep down, but you don't feel like you deserve it, or you tell yourself this false narrative or this false belief or limiting story that you reasons why you can't or shouldn't have it. And it's when we start telling ourselves that negative narrative that we move further away from our goals. And so today we're going to work on moving closer to them and how to manage and or eliminate those limiting beliefs. Because at the end of the day, you can be as confident as you want. You can believe in yourself as heavily as you want. But yes, there's always going to be that little voice in the back of your head telling you you can't or that you're not good enough or that you don't deserve it. And at the end of the day, it's all about managing that. And I think this ties into the idea of becoming your own biggest asset because that little voice in your head and maybe you're sitting there thinking, Bree, that voice in my head is not little right now. It's screaming. It's so loud. And we talked in the first episode about we want to be an asset to ourselves here and have a big asset column and reduce the liabilities. That limiting belief and that little voice in your head telling you those false stories that's a liability and so we have to learn how to manage and manage that liability and keep it as low as possible and when you're able to control that and be manage it that skill becomes an asset to you and so at the end of this episode today you're going to have been able to add to your asset column and decrease the amount of things in your liabilities column in your life so the first step to managing this imposter syndrome and managing these limiting beliefs is figuring out which ones that it is that you have. And it might be hard to, you know, you can sit down and, and think about it. Think about areas where you have goals in your life where you feel you're like being held back by yourself and start thinking about what you tell yourself and and maybe they things are coming to mind for you right now of things that you're telling yourself of why you can't reach x y and z goal and there's going to be some that come to your mind that you can write down right now however a lot of them are going to just come up in the moment it's going to be while you're about to take action to do something when you're about to take a big step or a little step whatever that looks like and you start telling yourself this false narrative and in that moment this is what i want you to focus on and the key takeaway from this is really filtering the thoughts in your head and once you hear that little voice that you stop write down what it's telling you so you can figure out one what the limiting belief is and then number 2 you're going to pair it with a positive belief that goes against that one so if the negative belief is let's say you want to start a business outside of your uh, outside of your full-time job you want to start a business and every time you go to like take a step towards that you stop yourself and you're like oh like i'm not good enough for it or who am i to do it like i'm just some random girl instead i want you to stop and in that moment i want you to say to yourself why not me why not you There's so many people in the world. There are people less qualified than you going after and achieving your version of success because they just chose to go after it and start messy and let go of feeling like they need to be perfect. At the end of the day, that comes from managing that voice and the people who are going after it, they have that voice too in their head that's telling them the negative stories, but they're saying yes I can or why not me I'm going to do it anyway I'm going to prove you wrong to that voice in their head and the more you call yourself out on that and it's hard but the more you call yourself out on it and you have to tell yourself that line why not me I'm going to go after it I'll show you when you do that it starts to make that voice in your head smaller and over time it's going to to decrease the amount of times that you're hearing that voice, or you're telling yourself that belief, and one day it's just going to be that belief that I can do this, I can learn how, I'm confident in whatever is thrown my way, and that's where we go into the confidence. But that's how you figure out what the limiting belief is, and then number two, pairing it with um, a positive belief. Okay, I guarantee there's someone out there with a harder situation than you who's making it work, who started 10 steps behind you, but they're making it work. If you're telling yourself, I don't know if I can do it, I don't know if I'm good enough, well, why not you? Why someone else? Why can't it be you, right? And there's always gonna be someone with a harder situation than you with the same goal who's making it work. And I think that's so inspiring because yeah, there might be people with it easier than you, but there's also people with situations harder than you making it work. And when you come from a place of that, it gives you it gives you inspiration and belief that hey that person is a harder situation than me and is doing it maybe I can do it too and I really I really urge you to go online and find someone or maybe in your personal life you know someone who has what you want and they started in a situation similar to you or harder than you follow them. Get around them um, and ask them questions. Ask them for mentorship. I can't stress the mentorship thing enough. And, you know, you can reach out to me as well. I love hearing about your guys' goals and what you're going through and any advice I can give on that. Being around those people, getting around people who had the similar situation to you and now have what you want is really going to help you. It's going to inspire you and it's going to allow you to squash those limiting beliefs simply by seeing it with your own two eyes that it is possible and you can remind yourself of that when the limiting belief comes in going off of that when you find someone whether it's someone that you follow on instagram or tiktok or it's someone that is a mentor to you in your personal life you can have borrowed belief and I actually think there's a lot of power in having that borrowed belief which means that you don't maybe believe in yourself yet but someone else does maybe it's your boss or your manager or your mentor in your company maybe it's your mom or your sister or your best friend and they believe in you more than you believe in yourself that's okay take that that's borrowed belief take that belief that they have in you and put that into the confidence you have in yourself and belief you have in yourself this can help you start taking action in the beginning however it's really key to point out here that borrowed belief is, is going to run out timeline-wise. You can't use that borrowed belief long-term. It's something very temporary and as you start seeing those results and getting your own self-belief and your own confidence, you have to start using your self-belief and building that up. So borrowed belief, it, it's something that's borrowed. You have to give it back. You can't keep it forever. So Although you can use that to get started, you're going to have to have and build your own to keep the momentum going. Which brings us into the confidence section. This is going to be super controversial, but a lot of people believe that people who are confident are just born that way. They were born confident, they were born that way. And I hate to break it to you, but no, they weren't. And people who say that, oh, they were just born confident, say that because they don't want to admit that if, they put in the work they could be as confident as that person it keeps you comfortable it makes you feel better that you're not confident because you're telling yourself this belief that people are just born with it and that that's why you don't have it so it's okay and that you can't have it so what's the point in trying it gives you like that out kind of you're giving yourself a mental pass that you don't have the confidence that you need to achieve your goals and then that becomes your excuse of why you don't have it and this is going to be a tough love moment but it comes from a place of love when I tell you that you do need confidence for success and the truth of the matter is it's like a muscle it's something that you build and maintain it is not something that you're born with a lot of you are not going to like to hear that which is the reality because that means that now you have to put in the work to get the confidence and you can't use that as an easy out or pass of why you aren't reaching success or why you can't have confidence because you can but the bright side of that you guys is you are in complete control you're in complete control of reaching your success through the confidence and belief you have in yourself because it's something you can build it's something you can generate all on your own and so the rest of this episode we're going to dive into building that confidence in yourself which you're going to feel like a whole new person once you have i think an easy way to understand this is relating to other areas of your life maybe you do not feel confident at all in this new business that you're starting Or yourself in regards to that business, but you feel super confident in the sport you play or the relationship you're in because you've had so much experience with that sport or relationship. And that's why you have the confidence. And confidence comes from results. Maybe you've spent so much time in this sport that you play or are a part of that you're super confident in it because you have the results. And you don't recognize that in the beginning and it doesn't even have to mean you're the best athlete or the best in your sport it just means that you're good at the skills you're able to do it and therefore you're confident in your ability but then when it comes to business it's a completely new area it's a completely new thing and you're no longer feeling confident and you think you have none but you do a lot of people get caught up thinking oh this just isn't for me i just don't feel confident in it because you're new But the issue isn't that you don't feel confident because you're new. It's just that it's new to you. I see a lot of people talk themselves out of great opportunities and amazing, phenomenal things that they have so much potential towards and they talk themselves out of it thinking that they're just not confident in that area and they feel that they're more confident somewhere else where they're comfortable. But if you really look back... There was a point in time when you weren't confident in that area and you were uncomfortable and you had to build that belief there. You have to get really comfortable being uncomfortable because your life and developing all the skills you need towards your success really begins at the end of your comfort zone. And so I want you to keep that in mind that you are completely able to build your confidence and you have in other areas of your life but maybe this area you're in right now you've had something that's either destroyed your confidence in that area and we need to build it up again and that's okay because we can get there or maybe it's completely new to you it's completely new territory and we simply need to start building your confidence there and again we can do that i think confidence comes from a lot of areas one of them being results and that's a a really simple one and the way that you get results is through taking action so you take action you get results you see confidence and it becomes a never-ending loop because as you get more confident you take more action which creates more results which creates more confidence and again it's like a snowball it's never-ending however like we talked about it's a muscle so You know, you have to build that muscle and keep on building it. So if you stop taking action, you start seeing less results and your confidence starts to chip away. And so that's why it's really important that you keep taking action and you keep pouring into building that confidence. But the first step is taking action in the beginning when you are not confident, you're going to have to be the catalyst of that and you're going to have to start it on your own by just taking that one scary step, that one scary action that's going to lead to a result. Because at the end of the day, when you do take actions, you will see the result. And, and something I want you to remember is that you don't have to focus on step 10 or step 100. The only thing you have to do is focus on the step in front of you and do that. Don't worry about everything else down the road. All you need to worry about is putting one foot in front of the other and taking that step to get to that small win that's going to start building the confidence to all the other big wins. We talked about in the first episode the importance of the small wins and how they really do create the big wins in your life and how we should recognize them and so that's that's why these little steps that lead to little wins really accumulate to the big ones. They do all compound and so if you're getting overwhelmed by the whole idea of everything just take a step back and ask yourself what's like one step what's one thing we can do to move us closer to our goals. Let's do that today. And I promise you, if you keep taking action, it's going to generate a result and that's going to bring you some more confidence. I really do believe that a second part of confidence doesn't come from results, but comes from resiliency and that whatever comes your way, you're going to be strong enough and resilient enough to tackle it, to face it, to learn it, whatever that looks like. There's huge confidence in that if you have confidence in anything start getting confident in yourself by working on your skills take action towards your skills your trait what's in your heart and as you take actions towards those things again you'll see results to them which builds that confidence and that way it's all an internal thing when you have such strong confidence from within of things no one can take away from you which like i said is what's in your heart your skills your brain who you are as a person, people can't take that away from you. And that that makes your confidence just so strong and grounded and well rooted. And so I think that's probably the area of, of confidence that I focus on the most is that internal factor and i recommend you do the same because those internal non-materialistic things can't be taken away from you your fancy car your fancy house they cannot be taken away from you your partner maybe who you're dating makes you feel like really confident that can be taken away from you at any time and that's not really in your control entirely but what is is who you are as a person so when your confidence comes from that place like i said Untouchable. That's where you should really start. Confidence is when you know that when you try something new, you're not going to be great at it. And you're just okay with not being the best. You're okay with looking like a total fool. You're okay with falling on your face. You're okay with not knowing everything and not being the best and having to ask questions. And when you're okay with that, when you understand and accept that when you try something new, that's going to be the case, you're not going to be the best from day one. Like we said in the last episode, it's progress over perfection. And so it's going to take time to be good at your craft or whatever you're in and whatever you're doing, whether that's friendship, relationship, personal, career, or business. So just simply accepting that you will fall flat on your face and you will have to learn new things and you're not going to be an expert. Once you accept that and are okay with it, that's confidence. The people who are fearful of looking silly or not knowing everything... Those people have a very low level of confidence because they're, they're, they're coming from such a place of fear. You have to choose faith over fear every single day. Have faith in who you are. Have faith in the fact that you can learn new skills, that you can get better when you put the practice in and try to avoid sitting in that space of fear of what will others think? What will I look like? Who cares? Nobody who is more successful than you or better than you is going to judge you or make fun of you for learning and trying. It's only people who are, and I don't want to say the word below you, but for terms of this, just for this analogy, nobody above you or better than you is ever going to criticize you in a negative, mean way. It's only people who are below you or not as good as you who will try to drag you back down to their level. And I can't stress enough... (laughs) Don't listen to those voices because other people's opinions don't pay your bills. What other people say about you is a reflection of them, not you. And it's a really simple way to tell where people's real character lies and where they're at. Because like I said, and this is so true, I have never had somebody who is... A better person than me more skilled more advanced in their career than me ever criticize me it's only people who aren't as good will criticize you to try and drag you down and make you feel bad so that they can get to where you are maybe i don't really know i don't i can't relate to where that comes from but just know that where you want to be in the winner's circle people are going to think that's cool that you're okay with learning and you're okay with making mistakes and you're okay with figuring out how to improve they're gonna think that's cool and that's a prerequisite to getting into that circle i can promise you that and on that topic of the winner's circle i think so often it can feel kind of lonely on your journey of success and we will talk about this deeper in another episode but It's not that you're alone, and sometimes it feels like you're alone, you're the only one doing this, you're different, and that kind of makes you not feel confident because you don't fit in with the crowd, and it's hard. It's hard to stand out of the crowd and be different and, and have a different opinion than others, but you're just in the middle, and you're not alone, you're just first. I can't tell you the amount of times that I've got down on myself or maybe like felt that I felt not so confident in an area thinking like it doesn't even matter like I'm the only one doing this is it weird that I do this like whatever and then girls coming up to me in public and randomly in the grocery store and saying like you're so inspiring to me and I've been able to do x y and z because of you and I thought I was the only one that felt that way and I'm I'm so happy you spoke out about this because it's it's encouraged me to go do it Like, and it gives me chills thinking about that. And there's been some of you who've messaged into the podcast with the same kind of thing. And you can't see it right now from where you are. But there are so many people watching you. There's so many people watching you who want to come up behind you people who you haven't even met yet whose lives you're going to change who you're going to inspire and impact in ways you can't even imagine and it's not that you're alone you're simply just first and so having having confidence in the fact that you aren't alone it might look it right now it might even feel it but i promise you 10 20 30 years down the road you're going to be sitting in a circle filled with winners in your area and those people you know maybe you're the one who's mentored them or inspired them to get into that winner's circle too who are sitting with you and so you're not alone you're simply just first or you're in that transitional phase but have confidence that there are people like you and there is a winner's circle for whatever industry or area you're focusing in and you'll get there and when you do everything's going to make sense and you're going to be so happy you didn't waste your time thinking about all of the other things and happy that you didn't give in to falling into complacency with the rest of the crowd. So don't shy away from being different or going after what you want just because it's not average. Know that there's other people like you and you're going to connect with them and you're going to get there at some point point. and so... Have confidence in that too. Okay, so to finish this off, I wanted to give you guys some of my personal tips on what I've done to grow my confidence. The first thing that really comes to mind for me is just knowing, accepting, and being proud of the fact that you're not for everybody. You're not. Not everyone's gonna like you, and that's okay. You don't need everyone to like you. At the end of the day, you're not gonna be everybody's cup of tea. There's some people who like green tea, and some people who literally hate it and it's not for any particular reason they just maybe prefer like orange pico or something you can't be everybody's cup of tea at the end of the day and that's fine like i said you don't need to be once you let go of the fact that you don't need everyone to like you you need the right people around you you start really not caring it goes back to episode one when we talked about your version of success what does that look like what are the people around you that kind of thing what are the people who you you don't in your life, like what does success not look like to you? And if those people don't like you, well, who really cares? It, it doesn't really matter, right? We get so caught up and fixated on having such a large quantity of people who like us, and it is really about quality. At the end of the day, that's number one tip: is not everyone's going to like you. That's totally fine, and you're gonna once you build your confidence and accept that you're gonna start coming from a place of, I am who I am, take it or leave it as it is. And you're just going to be feel good about laying who you are out on the table. And if that doesn't align with someone, that's totally cool. That's totally cool. And maybe you're not for each other and that's fine. I feel like this episode has been a lot of tough love. And I know this is an area that maybe is like a soft spot for a lot of people. But it's something that I struggled with for so long. And it kills me to see other people struggle with this too because I used to be so unconfident in myself and I allowed it to control so many areas of my life from relationships to friendships to business or career like literally every area I did not have a lot of confidence and so it's a soft spot for me too the reason it's so important though is because I've seen Personally, what it can do to change your life when you build that confidence. Once you have built that confidence up to a certain level, your life will start changing in ways you can't imagine. And the way you feel on the inside, it's priceless. And so that's why I really want to get real with you today, even if it's hard to talk about or think about. I want to get real with each other so that I can help you see those results in your life as well. I know I said earlier that confidence is something that comes from within, and it does. It really, really does. But when we talk about the borrowed belief, I do have to throw in this tip. If there's something that you wear that makes you just feel like the baddest bitch alive, then wear it. If there's like a pair of shoes that just make you feel like an it girl or getting your hair done and dyed a certain color just gives you that extra oomph or getting your eyelashes done, whatever, whatever you need to give you that bit of borrowed belief to start taking the action, go for it, do it wear it, okay? And again, it's borrowed. We can take away your hair, we can take away your eyelashes and your outfit and your shoes or whatever. But it's something that can get help get you started um on that journey of confidence and if it's going to give you that extra little confidence to get on camera or start your business or go introduce yourself to that person or go on a date with that guy that you've really been wanting to but you've been talking yourself out of because of your imposter syndrome. Then do it. But again, keep in mind it's something that you can't do forever. You have to do the inside work as well. This is possibly the most important one that I'm going to give that's a personal tip, but keep the promises that you make to yourself. Confidence comes from keeping promises that you make to yourself and other people, but primarily yourself because we talked about if you don't believe in yourself, why would anyone else? Well, if you don't trust yourself and you can't count on yourself, why would anyone else you will do anything to show up on time at your job for someone else, for an event for someone else, for whatever, but you don't have enough respect for yourself to show up for you? And the things that you say you're going to do, you would never just not show up to work cuz you didn't feel like it. I mean, maybe some people would, but I I don't think the people listening to this podcast would. And if you are someone like that, maybe this podcast isn't for you. You know, at the end of the day, you wouldn't just not show up to your job where someone else holds you accountable. Why do you not show up for your own goals and for yourself and what you've told yourself you're gonna do? Doesn't even make sense, right? It has to start from within. You have to show yourself the same level of respect that you would ask for or expect from someone else. Otherwise, why would anyone else give it to you? And that's where the confidence and the self-belief has to come into play. So, keep those promises you make to yourself. And if it's something you're not going to do, don't say you're going to do it. And I'm guilty of this. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but You know, if I know that I just have too much on my plate the next day or that I am way too exhausted the day of, I'm not going to say that I'm going to go to the gym in the morning because it's worse to tell yourself that you're gonna and then not go than it is to just be honest with yourself and say, we need some extra rest. We're going to sleep in tomorrow and we're going to go to the gym the following day. That's fine. Just don't break the promises you keep to yourself. Don't overcommit. You know, have like a list of three things that you just have to get done in the day and just do those things. Anything extra is bonus points, but don't put 20 things on your list and then beat yourself up for only doing 15 of them. Instead, put five or 10 things on your list. And when you do 15, it's going to be like, my god you're an a plus plus student rock star, and it's okay to not do everything like you don't have to commit to doing a hundred things. I think the people pleasers on here are probably going to be losing their mind at this tip, and it's going to be really hard for you, but you have to set those boundaries with what you're able to do and what you 're not. This is something that I see really frequently is that people have this list of everything they need to do in a day, and they have way too much on their plate and it's they're unable to do it all and they push in regards to priority they put themselves at the very bottom and that's what suffers is them you'll put everything else above you you can't pour into other people's cup if yours is drained empty you have to pour into your own cup first and sometimes that means having to say no to other people and other things this is something i have to work on too to this day and it's hard to make those decisions. It feels selfish, but in the long run, it's going to be for the better because if you pour into you, you're able to pour into other people. Sitting here tonight, I this was something that was on my list to do. And it's really important to me to grow this this podcast and this brand and make an impact on many women's lives it really is and I promised myself that these were the days that we were doing the episodes today I had some other things come up throughout the day and I had to to push out and potentially we'll see where we go tonight but uh, potentially cancel my plans for tonight but there's no way I'm not keeping this promise to myself over somebody else good friends will understand when you have to say no and you have to put your priorities first because at the end of the day i think a party is always going to be there and again this is based on my priorities and what success looks like to me and my goals but for me all those things there's going to be a party every weekend every night for all i know this is it is now this is what my priority is and any day of the week i will definitely cancel my plans to go to a party over saying no to myself and my goals and my dream and my future but so often people try to be people pleasers and they will say yes to everyone and everything but themselves even if it doesn't align with them or their success I know that I'll feel way better about myself committing to my goals and what I said I was going to do in my future over going to a party that isn't on the top of my priority list when I really think about what I want long term I hope you guys can relate to that I hope some of that resonated with you and that's hard to even say and and put on air because I know it's going to ruffle feathers I know it's going to be controversial I am saying it and I'm and I'm putting this on air to help those of you who are listening know that you're not alone and I think it's such an anti-narrative it's so controversial it's definitely not what the average person would say to you or tell you to do in your 20s but I'm telling you that is okay and you're not the only one feeling that way and if you have these goals and you're committed to them you do it And don't worry about what anyone else thinks. And again, I'm literally feeling this way right now. And maybe you can relate and there's been a situation in your life where you felt that way. It's normal. It's normal to have those feelings. It's because you care about a lot of things. But I wanted to share that on this episode. Any day of the week, I'm picking my goals over some random party. I just... I gotta say it. I have to be real and I have to be honest about that with you guys. That's who I am. Use my goals and my future every day of the week over some random party for something that's going to make me feel like crap tomorrow and if you want to get to success, that's a sacrifice and a trade-off that you'll have to make. At the end of the day, it really comes down to your priorities and sometimes my priorities are spending time with family and I will put that above everything else. Sometimes your priorities are going to be having a super fun girls night with your friends and absolutely at that point I'm willing to ignore and turn off what's going on with my businesses or job or whatever in order to meet that priority. However sometimes your priority is going to be your business and getting deliverables done to move forward and closer towards your goals. I just want you to know that it's okay if you're saying no to going out and doing what most people are doing to work on your goals staying in and working on your future and your goals is okay and it's a good thing because it is going to take trade off to reach what you want in life and your goals and success take it or leave it for what it is and i know it's really easy to be fearful of like what if my friends stop hanging out with me because i stay in to work on my business instead of going out and partying with them every weekend but a true friend will understand Have faith that there are friends out there that care about you and your goals enough that they're okay with that. And yes, sometimes you're going to have to make it a priority to spend time with them. Come from a place of faith instead of fear and that's really going to help you. And that's what helps me when I feel awkward about making those tough calls and those tough decisions when I pick staying home and staying in to work on my business and work on my future instead of going out to the party that everyone else is going to this weekend or whatever weekend it is that's what helps me and I hope that that helps you and you can find some comfort and relatability in that and if you do please let me know the last tip I have is positive affirmations this is a huge huge part of self-belief but not in the way that you think it's going to be I really don't believe in like the general affirmations that people do where they say I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire in the mirror because if you're not a millionaire, you're not a millionaire. That that's just black and white the facts. That's going to be controversial too. What I believe in are affirmations that are action-based, which means that if being a millionaire is your goal. That's amazing. I have the same goal. What I would say instead is I'm taking actions today towards building a million dollar business or I'm making investments into myself today to get one step closer to being a millionaire. I'm doing the, I'm putting in the work today to become a millionaire. That is something tangible with an action attached to it because you can believe that you'll put in work today that can make you a millionaire. Absolutely. Can you believe that you're a millionaire? No, because you aren't. So maybe you are though and if you are reach out we'll have you on the podcast and you can share your tips but that's a really simple example of like how to flip it just talk action-based because it will give you affirmations to actually take those actions the last thing that i want to throw in is a book that i have to recommend it's called the most powerful woman in the room is you and this book amazing I highly recommend add it to your Christmas wish list or just order it on Amazon it's I think it's like maybe 20 bucks and that's an investment into you and your future it's going to give you so many tangible tips that you can use throughout your life for finding that confidence and self-belief within you and how to foster those skills and in, in your character in order to becoming who you want to be so I definitely recommend that book. To anyone who's looking to really dive into and grow your self belief and confidence. That is all for episode number three. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening, and I will see you next week. Hey, sister, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the BYOBA podcast. We are so happy to have you here and proud of you for making another investment in yourself. Our mission is to empower women around the globe to become their own biggest asset through this podcast so the only thing we ask is that if you found value in this episode found it relatable helpful or inspiring that you share it on your socials and tag us this way you can be part of the impact right alongside us we appreciate you more than you'll ever know we'll see you next week